For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Ten Tribes. This is part three of the series. In the book, Moses in the Original Torah by Abba Hillel Silver, published in 1961 by the Macmillan Company in New York, it says, Two distinct traditions are reflected in the historical and legal writings of the Bible, one of the Northern Kingdom and the other of the Southern Kingdom. In a sense, Israel and Judah were always two separate peoples. They were never truly united, even during the period of the United Kingdom. They parted completely after the revolution of Jeroboam in the year 933 before the Common Era. These two people shared a common racial origin and many ancestral memories, but their historical experiences from earliest times differed sharply. In the Book of Redemption by Moses Nachmanides, on page 9, he is going to explain that in the return from Babylon, as recorded in the Bible, in Ezra and Nehemiah, in the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides, on page 9, he is going to explain that in the return from Babylon, as recorded in the Bible, in Ezra and Nehemiah, that those who primarily returned were those from the southern kingdom and a minority from the northern kingdom who had sojourned with the southern kingdom when they went to Babylon. However, the majority of the northern kingdom separated themselves from the southern kingdom. They were taken captive by the Assyrians, whereas the southern kingdom was taken captive by the Babylonians, and they were exiled separately from the southern kingdom, and thus did not return and could not return from the Babylonian captivity. So, Nachmanides explains, at the second redemption, that is the redemption from the Babylonian exile, there returned to the land of Israel only a fraction of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, which is found in Ezra chapter 1 and verse 5. In the commentary on the Torah to Leviticus on page 468 by Moses Nachmanides, he goes on to explain this point, that they came up from 
Babylon, for only the tribes of Judah and Benjamin returned together with a small group of Levites who were with them. And the notation to this reads, for a full discussion of this important matter, that in the return from Babylon, there were small groups from the other tribes besides Judah and Benjamin, but the main bulk of them remained in their places. And hence, the words of the prophets announcing their complete return, not having been fulfilled during the second temple, will yet assuredly come to transpire in the future. This is the deeper significance of Nachmanides' expression in some of the other tribes. Some, but not all. And therefore, the words of God, as spoken by the prophets, will still be fulfilled in the future, when the perfect redemption will take place. As the return from Babylon did not represent the final and complete redemption, meaning the full ingathering of all the twelve tribes. So the twelve tribes have not been united today. It is a future event. It is obvious that this constitutes a major principle in our faith of Israel's future in destiny that the twelve tribes will be reunited. Thus, the ten tribes who've been assimilated in the nations and become Gentiles will be united with Judah, who is referred to as the Jewish people today. In the commentary of the Torah to Leviticus by Nachmanides on page 472, he explains the following from Deuteronomy and chapter 30 and verses 1 through 5, which explains the ingathering of the exiles of Israel in the end of days at the time of the Messianic era. Thus he said, and it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon you, the blessing and the curse. And he promised, and he will do you good and multiply you above your fathers. This being a promise to all the tribes of Israel, not only to one-sixth of them. That meaning, the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, which constitute one-sixth of the twelve tribes. Nachmanides is thus stating that the redemption from the Babylonian exile was not a complete redemption, since the return consisted mainly of two tribes with a small group of the other tribes. But the divine promise stated in Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 5 refers to all the tribes of Israel. Hence, the coming redemption will be more complete than all preceding ones. In the Torah and Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 2, page 254, speaking about Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 20, which says, At that time I will bring you, and at that time I will assemble you, for I will make you a name renowned and a praise among all the peoples on earth when I restore your captivity before your eyes, says the Lord. At that time I will bring you, that is the ten tribes, back to their land. In the time of the second temple, you did not return to your country. But in the future redemption, I will bring you back. In the Torah Anthology, to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 2, page 411, in commenting regarding Zechariah chapter 9, verse 13, explained that a minority of the ten tribes lived and sojourned with the house of Judah in Babylon. When the Samaritan kingdom was overrun by Assyria and its people exiled, including the ten tribes, a minority of the tribe of Ephraim remained in the kingdom of Judah. Most of them 
were taken captive by the Assyrians and thus were separate and distinct from Judah. Continuing on in the Torah Anthology, Volume 2, page 340, in the days of the Second Temple, when only two of the tribes returned to the Holy Land, for that matter, only a select few from among those two tribes went back. See Ezra, chapter 2, and verse 64. In the future redemption, however, all the tribes will assemble in the land of Israel. In the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides on page 30, he begins to explain in detail regarding those who came back from the Babylonian captivity in the days of Ezra and Nehemiah. He writes, It is known that during the redemption in Ezra's time, only the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, who were exiled by Nebuchadnezzar to the country of Babylon, returned to the land as it is stated in the beginning of the account of that redemption. Then rose up the heads of the fathers, houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites. When they returned, it is said, Now these are the children of the province that went up out of the captivity of those that had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away unto Babylon, and that returned unto Jerusalem and Judah, every one into his city. That's Ezra chapter 2 and verse 1. When the second house of God, or the temple, was founded, it is stated, Now when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of the captivity were building a temple unto the Lord, Ezra in chapter 4, verse 1. Nachmanides continues on on page 31 of the book of redemption. Afterwards, it is written pertaining to the matter of separating from the foreign women, and they made proclamation throughout Judah and Jerusalem unto all the children of the captivity that they should gather together unto Jerusalem. This is Ezra in chapter 10, verse 7. As it is written, Then all the men of Judah and Benjamin gathered themselves together unto Jerusalem. When they settled in the land, it is still further written, And the princes of the people dwelt in Jerusalem. The rest of the people also cast lots to bring one of ten to dwell in Jerusalem, the holy city, and nine parts in the other cities. There is stated, and in Jerusalem dwelt certain of the children of Judah, etc., and these are the sons of Benjamin. The enumeration of the cities of their settlements corresponds to the places mentioned in the book of Joshua as the portions of Judah and Benjamin. Notwithstanding all this proof that only Judah and Benjamin ascended to the land in the period of the second temple, we nevertheless admit to the words of the sages in connection with those who entered the land in the days of Ezra. The whole congregation together was 42,303 score. Ezra chapter 2 verse 64. In exact specification, however, they total only 30,000. Where are the other 12,000? Those are the ones from the other tribes who ascended to the land. I shall now explain this matter to you. You have already learned that during the second redemption, only those who were exiled to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar returned to the land. It was upon them that the 70 years of the Babylonian exile had been decreed. They were the tribes of Judah and Benjamin and the priests 
who dwelt in Jerusalem. Together, they comprised the kingdom of Judah. As it is written, when the formerly united kingdom of David and Solomon was divided, and Judah and Benjamin adhered to him. Second Chronicles chapter 11 and verse 12. That is Rehoboam, the king of Judah. And the priests and the Levites that were in all Israel presented themselves to him out of all their border. Second Chronicles chapter 11 verse 15. The kingdom of Israel, however, formed by the ten tribes, was exiled by Sennacherib, king of Assyria, just as it is written, for he rent Israel from the house of David, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king, and Jeroboam drew Israel away from following the Lord. Second Kings chapter 17 and verse 21. So Israel was carried away out of their land to Assyria unto this day. Second Kings chapter 17 and verse 23. This is proof that the entire kingdom of Israel was exiled to Assyria, although the kingdom of the house of David remained where it was until Nebuchadnezzar carried them away to Babylon. These Babylonian exiles were the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. At first glance, that which is written concerning Sennacherib exiling the ten tribes, that there was none left but the tribe of Judah alone, appears to contradict our statement that the tribe of Benjamin too remained. However, the explanation is that the phrase the tribe of Judah is an allusion to that tribe's kingdom which consisted of the two tribes mentioned. It seems from the literal meaning of scripture that before the captivity of the land by Sennacherib, they assembled together in the cities of Judah men from the neighboring tribes of Manasseh, Ephraim, and Simeon, who were in the midst of Judah's inheritance, as it is written of the reign of Josiah, and they delivered the money that was brought into the house of God, which the Levites, the keepers of the door, had gathered in the hands of Manasseh and Ephraim, and of all the remnant of Israel, and of Judah. Second Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 9. It is further written in all Judah and Israel that were present. This is Second Chronicles and chapter 35 and verse 18. At the observance of the Passover in Josiah's reign, previously in the days of Asa, king of Judah, long before the exile of the ten tribes, it is written, and he, Asa, gathered all Judah and Benjamin and them that sojourned with them out of Ephraim and Manasseh and out of Simeon, for they came over to him out of Israel in abundance when they saw that the Eternal his God was with him. That is Second Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 9. All of this indicates that there were men of the ten tribes among Judah and Benjamin and apparently were exiled and redeemed together with them. The explanation, however, is as follows. These present ones of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon who lived in the land of Judah or who perhaps dwelt in some of their tribe cities close to Judah were exiled to Babylon together with Judah and Benjamin. However, they were referred to as a general group under the name of Judah and not by the specific names 
nations of their own tribes. This is because there were among them only part of each tribe. They were counted together with those who began the journey from Babylon in the time of Ezra, but they were not enumerated by specific tribe or name. It is only that they returned in conjunction with the house of Judah and settled in the cities around Jerusalem, but there was no full redemption for their own tribes, which had been exiled to Assyria by Sennacherib. In the book of Redemption by Nachmanides on page 34, he concludes by saying, Nevertheless, from our words, it has been explained in the redemption from Babylon, only those who were called the house of Judah returned to the land. And this was their kingdom during the second temple. However, those who were called the house of Ephraim, or the ten tribes, did remain in the Assyrian captivity to this day. No redemption or deliverance was raised for their tribes, and there were none that escaped during this redemption, as we have just explained. In other words, the ten tribes corporately are not sojourning with Judah today, and all twelve tribes today are not Judah. There were a remnant, a minority of the twelve tribes who sojourned with Judah, but the majority kept their own distinction and separation from Judah and will ultimately be regathered with Judah in the end of days. So let's summarize what we just read. The ten tribes will be assimilated into the nations of the world and lose their tribal identity. The ten tribes would not follow the Torah and eat unclean foods in the nations where they would be scattered. A minority of the ten tribes are living with the house of Judah today. There has not been a reunification of the ten tribes with Judah and it won't happen until the end of days. In Ezekiel in chapter 11, we are told how the house of Judah will say to the ten tribes that the land of Israel belongs to them. Ezekiel chapter 11 verses 14 and 15. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, your brethren, even your brethren, the men of your kindred and all the house of Israel holy, speaking of the ten tribes, are they unto whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem, that is Judah or the Jews, have said, Get you far from the Lord, because unto us is this land given in possession. In Ezekiel chapter 11 verses 16, it is written, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off among the heathen, that is the ten tribes, and although I have scattered them among the countries, again referring to the ten tribes, yet will I be to them as a little sanctuary in the countries where they shall come. Yeshua said, regarding him being a little sanctuary for his people, for where two are three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. In the Art Scroll of Ezekiel, on page 198, in commenting to Ezekiel in chapter 11, verse 16, it says, throughout the book, the Hebrew word scatter is used as a parallel to the Hebrew word disperse. See Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 15, Ezekiel 20 verse 23, Ezekiel 22:15, Ezekiel 36 verse 19. It is only here that removed far off is used 
together with being dispersed. This seems to echo the slight which the dwellers of Jerusalem hurled against the exiles when they said, Get far from the Lord. Although I have indeed exiled them among the nations, they are destined to be gathered from among them and to be brought back to Israel. Ezekiel in chapter 11, verse 17. In Ezekiel 11, verse 17, it is written, Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. This is referring to the ten tribes who will return back to the land of Israel. In commenting to these verses in the Art Scroll of Ezekiel, pages 198 and 199, it is written, Since the entire exiled community, including the ten tribes, was the butt of Jerusalem's derision, or the house of Judah, or the Jews, it follows that the forthcoming promise of reconciliation includes them all. It says, I will assemble you from the nations. There, in promising God's ultimate redemption, Moses also used these words in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verses 3 and 4, I will assemble you from all the nations, for there shall he assemble you. Ezekiel's prophecy in this passage is the complete redemption associated with messianic times. In the art scroll of Ezekiel, page 199, it continues on in the commentary. See Nachmanides for a detailed analysis of which Ezekiel's prophecies were not fulfilled during the return from Babylon and must therefore be fulfilled in the time of the Messianic era. In the art scroll of Ezekiel, page 200, it goes on to explain that the ten tribes will return to the land of Israel in Messianic times. Ezekiel's vision in its fullness will be fulfilled only in the days of the Messiah. Commenting to, I shall assemble you and gather you in, the Hebrew word gather in is not used again in conjunction with assemble, and I will bring Ezekiel 36.24 and 37.21. Perhaps it is used here because it has the additional connotation of to bring inside. See Deuteronomy chapter 22 and verse 2. Thus, its use would imply that far from having been rejected by Jerusalem or the Jews or the house of Judah as the dwellers of Jerusalem had derisively claimed the exiles would one day be brought back to the land of Israel and to the city of Jerusalem. This prophecy from Ezekiel 11 is exactly what the Jews say today is that the land of Israel was given to them, the Jews, excluding the acceptance of the ten tribes and recognizing the ten tribes being those who have assimilated into the nations of the world and would thus be regarded by Jews as being Gentiles today, understanding that Yeshua's ministry was to regather the exiles of Israel with emphasis on the northern kingdom and many of those from the ten tribes would be followers of Yeshua today and would be thus regarded as 
Christians and be seen as a different religion through the eyes of Judah today. And summarizing these thoughts at the end of the message, the house of Judah will tell the ten tribes that the land of Israel belongs exclusively to them. The ten tribes will return to the land of Israel in the end of days and be unified with the house of Judah. And when this happens, the Messiah of Israel, Yeshua, will rule over a unified house of Judah and Ephraim or the ten tribes during the Messianic era. So we can see that the ten tribes were taken captive by the Assyrians. They were assimilated into the nations of the world and in their mixture with the Assyrians in the land of Israel they were called Samaritans. In their exile they would not follow Torah. They would eat unclean things and at the time of their regathering they would not be regarded by Judah as being heirs to the land of Israel. However, the God of Israel promised that he will open up the eyes of Judah and Ephraim. They will recognize each other and through the events of the end of days, they will ultimately be regathered back to the land of Israel. And Yeshua, the Messiah, will not only gather them through the outpouring of his Holy Spirit, but he will come and live and dwell and rule and reign over them during the Messianic era. Well, that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Ten Tribes. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.